Is your business stuck in one spot struggling to grow? Our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator at winninggym.com slash grow has your back. Sign up now for easy wins, no more struggle, just straight growth. You've got this. Now let's head on back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Exton. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Timothy James Lyons Jr. in studio, Scottsdale HD, uh, AZ, HQ. Joined as always by Randall Angston. What's up, buddy? Uh, this is gonna be a good one. <laughs> this could be a good one. Well, we're gonna we're fumbling through. <laughs> I, I think we're gonna get into numbers. This I can't is wait. take two. <laughs> I said uh, I I made a a, a bloof on the last yeah, one. We'll I said it. I said the uh, Grow Summit's gonna be in Nevada, but it's not. It's in Tennessee, Franklin, Tennessee, guys. When you're listening to this episode, you've got nine days left on our early bird tickets. That's the cheapest you're gonna get these tickets. That's it. that's the day of the release. That's yeah. if you're listening to this today, Tuesday, yeah, the nine, 22nd. Yeah, so nine, nine days. days when this came out. Correct. And so if you're interested in coming out to the Grow Summit, it's fitprogrowsummit.com. Got some great speakers, great lineup. We've got uh, a cool venue. Uh, it's a brand new place. It's the Hilton Cool Springs. Mm-hmm. Uh, excited about this. We've got a cool format for everybody. We've got the speakers, of course. We've got some breakouts. We're going to be uh, grouping people up and stuff. But then we have this round table uh, on the first night, right? So... Yeah, you know, it kicks off with a, a welcome mixer on Thursday night, but then that Friday night, we're going to put all the speakers at round tables and we're going to open up for discussion. This is your chance to, you know, ask the expert or just open up conversation, talk about your business uh, right face to face. We're going to have some beers, some cocktails, some food. It's it's going to be a blast. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the round tables. I know this is something that we've seen at other conferences and, and we really like the idea. Um, so it was something that we definitely wanted to to make part of this ep- or this uh, event, and right. uh, the speakers that are that are there, like this is your chance to to get one on one time with them to ask the questions that you know you you probably don't have the opportunity to when they're speaking from stage and things like that. So um, I'm looking forward to that as is one of the highlights. But overall, I mean, this is going to be an event like no other. Um, you know, one thing that we do is we always make sure that everybody's going to have a good time along yes. with yes. the uh, the quality of the the content and the value that they're, they're going to walk away with. So if you guys haven't picked up your tickets, like Tim said, fitprogrowthsummit.com. You've got a little bit of time left for those early birds. Um, and, just, the, and the event's on May 19th through 21st, Franklin, Tennessee. There you go. Franklin, yeah. Tennessee. Yep. All right. So this episode, guys, we've got some, uh, some, some metrics, some KPIs, some numbers, some, some things that you should be measuring. And a lot of times what you're looking at is the wrong number. Yeah. And, and sometimes it's an, it's an ego number, if it's a fluff number, or if you're working with a market agency, these are the numbers that really don't matter. Um, and they're trying to make sure that you see them. Yeah, you're the led to be, maybe led to believe or, or focus on. Yeah, and, and being in this game for so long, you, you kind of boil down all of the things that you could be looking at to the most important things. Right. And so this episode, we're just going to run through five, maybe six uh, KPIs that uh, you should be looking at. And let's just jump right into it, right? So, all right, so let's talk about marketing for a second, right? You hire a marketing agency and what's the very first thing front and center that they're making sure that you see on a daily basis? What is that? Cost per lead. Cost per lead. And why is that? 
really that's all they're concerned with. Uh, at the end of the day, their job is to get you ideally, right, as many leads as possible for as affordable as possible. Right. So the cost for each of those leads is what they're focused on. Yes. And while I would say that is an important metrics because you don't want to be blowing the budget out of the water uh, on getting two leads for like $500 a lead, that doesn't make sense. It really isn't the driver when it comes to moving the needle. It's what, not the full picture if I, if yeah, really is what it is. It's, it's, it's kind of like too narrow of a picture. In right. My opinion. So really what we're concerned about is cost per acquisition. So CPA. So the, the marketing agencies are talking about CPL, cost per lead, and we're looking at CPA, cost per acquisition. Now, what's the big difference? Well, uh, one, a lead is, hey, they've given you your, their contact information, maybe it's first name and last name, phone number, email, that goes into, you know, that's handed off to you as the gym, mm -hmm. and now it's your job to convert them. And depending on what the offer is, those leads may be really cheap, but they also may be very unqualified. Absolutely. And so if you're running offers, hooks for free this, free that, of course the lead volume is going to go up, the cost per lead is going to come down, but do those people ever actually show up and convert into members? And that as the gym is the only thing that matters Correct. is the conversion. Yep. So you can have a whole bunch of cheap leads that don't mean anything but the CPA, which is when they actually sign up to become a member, that's the metric we're looking at. And so you got to look at what your revenue per member is, what your average EFT is, what you're getting back at the, uh, at the point of sale. Mm -hmm. And you make a decision on whether or not that CPA is in, in range or out of range. And yes, there's other factors that go into the CPA, like how, how well do you close? Correct. Uh, yeah. Do they show up? Right. Yeah. All these things have to happen downhill of that CPL. And that's kind of where, um, the agency and the business, I don't want to say are at outs, but that's kind of where there is like the friction, right. Is the pass off is the, you know, Oh, Hey, the agency is like, you know, we provided these leads and then the gym gets them and they never see them, you know, show up or they can't get them on the phone to return a call or whatever. Or, you know, there is no opportunity to convert those clients. Well, obviously, that's where the cost per lead, or the, excuse me, the agency, you know, then then kind of those feels are the burden, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, well, they don't know what to do, right? But then at the end of the end, end of the spectrum, um, the, the agency could provide quality leads in the gym. We, I mean, we went through this as an agency ourselves. Not that it was every case, but there were situations where we were driving tons and tons of paid lead leads paid traffic through gyms and the systems that the gym had to convert weren't there. Right. And so there are times where the agency does get the win in uh, Hey, we're doing our job. This is we're, we're providing you with those good quality leads. The systems of the business need to pick up that brunt. And so both ends are equally as important. Right. Uh, but understanding the full picture as a gym, take being able to take responsibility if you're getting good quality leads and being able to convert them, that's on you. Mm -hmm. And if you're not getting leads that, you know, you can, actually communicate with and have an opportunity to convert. That's on the that's agency. Gotta, that's where you got to talk to the agency. So Yeah. And I, and I really want to fall back on the offer, right? So oh, yeah. the, the oh, yeah. offer that's presented to the marketplace is going to determine a lot of this. And so that's why when you hire agencies, they, they usually have their playbook of, of tried and true, uh, you know, low CPL based hooks. Mm -hmm. And, and those hooks are typically giving them the house away. Like, Hey, come in for a free, XYZ free, you know, and that's why the six week challenge verbiage of free, which, you know, 
bait and switch kind of thing. You know, that's up to you whether or not you want to use it. That's why it drives such low lead cost per lead. There was also a big, you know, again, wedge driven between the, the person driving the leads mm-hmm. and the business ha- that has to service or, or have the rest of that conversation, right? The gym or the agency only cared about the low, qual- low cost lead. So saying free was no problem. Right. But then ethically, the gym owner had to, you know, break a break it to the client that, oh, you got to put something down. Well, no, no. Now of course you got friction, a, a cheap. Yeah, yeah exactly. It created a, 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 that, that friction. But of course you got that cheap lead. Right? right. If you said it was a $500 six week challenge, you'd have a fraction of those leads coming right. through the door. Attention gym owners. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Join our exclusive Facebook group, Profit Accelerator, and unlock the potential to scale your gym to $30,000 a month and beyond. In the Profit Accelerator group, we're going to focus solely on helping gym owners just like you win. We offer regular training sessions and share our best proven strategies to boost your business. Join us now by searching for Profit Accelerator on Facebook. Be part of a community that's all about success and growth, the Profit Accelerator, where gym owners thrive. All right, now let's get back to the show. And that's the point I want exactly. to make is what you guys have to understand as gym owners, it is the verbiage and the hook in the offer that determines the cost per lead, but it also determines the quality of lead. So we've got, you know, if you're interested, we've got hooks that work, that drive great leads that, you know, kind of, you know, weed out the, the tire kickers. And we've got a whole training on this Yep. Uh, if you're interested. But I want you to understand as the gym owner, CPA is the, really the number that matters. And right. this is why it's important to have your marketing match your services, right? Like we talked about recently, like right, you know, if you want to attract long-term sustainable clients, mm-hmm. market to them. Sure. You know, sell sure. to the people that are looking for those things. You know, it's really easy to generate cheap leads. Okay. Really difficult to convert them. There you go. There you go. Okay. So that was the first metric, CPA. Okay. That's the first thing you need to understand. Number two, member count or sales per month versus what we call the Delta. So... There's a lot of things that go into this, right? So um, gyms are always really pushing for more members, more Mm -hmm. members, more members. But is it the member count that matters or is it the revenue that you're generating in a particular month that matters? Well, I'd argue it's the revenue. It's not the member count. So, well, what do you mean, Tim? Well, a lot goes into what, you know, the Delta is and what we call our Delta. And I will just give it to you real quick. It's the, the revenue per month per member signed up minus the cancellations, plus or minus the upgrades or downgrades, plus or minus the freezes or unfreezes. What do you mean? Well, that's the health of your EFT. So every month you're either growing or losing your EFT base. And EFT, for those that don't know, it's electric, electric funds transfer. It's really your MRR. It's your monthly reoccurring revenue. So it's your monthly recurring revenue that is the lifeblood of any business. It's cash flow. That's the money that you're guaranteed that's coming in next month. If you're a month-to-month place, you're at risk. If you're a a paid-in-full place, you're definitely at risk. Because if you're doing paid-in-fulls all the time and you're collecting all that money four months ago, well, you got to service those people for the next eight more months (laughs) with no new revenue coming in. So... When we work with gyms, we're really focused on growing the monthly reoccurring revenue. It doesn't matter how many members. Correct. So you could have two members paying $500,000 a piece, you know, making a million dollars more. Yeah. Uh, but of course you're at risk, right? If one of those leaves, you lose half your revenue. But the point is it's, it's revenue per member in a particular month, not to necessarily the member count. And I think that's important too, to remember too, because as, as we're doing 
as we're trying to grow the gym, you know, with a number of, of members, right? Like the acquisition of new clients is a focus, but the revenue generated per member along with that is also a focus. So focusing on the Delta kind of gives you the best of both worlds. You know, you're acquiring more people, but at the same time, you're also uh, considering what they're joining for, right? You're mm -hmm. not, you're not, um, you're equally as uh, conscious of the, the services that you provide, not just checking boxes on people, you know, so gyms that are multi-service or, mm -hmm. mul you know, offer general gym access as well as training, right? Mm -hmm. The Delta matters massively when okay. the difference between a $35 member and a member who's paying 280, 300, $450 a month, right? That's a real metric that matters. Well, like for example, in our first location, we had a basic membership yep. and it was like 29 or 39 bucks a month. I could sneeze and there'd be 200, 200 members in there. But I, I was one yeah. of them. Yeah. I could sneeze like, Hey, we had 200 members paying 40 bucks a month. It's only eight grand, right? Mm -hmm. It's only eight grand. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like 200 doesn't matter. It's the eight grand that matters, right? It's that EFT. It's that monthly reoccurring revenue, that Delta. That's the number that we look at here at Pulse. Many of our coaching clients are using this, this uh, formula, Delta. Delta, 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 that is the number we look at. And really Delta, all it means is the growth or loss of reoccurring revenue in a given month. There you go. And we always have our goal of, you know, depending on the time of the year, it's either 2000 2, or 5000 or $7,000 in growth. And if you're growing every month, hey, you're in a good place. A great place. And I'll put it to you this way. If your Delta was just $1,000 a month for one whole year, that means the next January, you're making $12,000 a month. And let's just say you didn't sign up anybody, you didn't lose anybody that entire next year. You're making $144,000 more the next year. That's how important the Delta is. Yep. It can move the needle dramatically when you're really focused on it. So I think this, like that right there, is a big, uh, that, that might be the most kind of easy to understand, like prevalent number of all that we discuss when it comes to like the things you should focus on. Mm -hmm. You know, we work with a lot of gym owners and they're busy, but this is where busy meets result or busy meets, you know, like the actual, um, the payoff, because it's, yep. it's one thing to go attract 200 new clients at eight grand. Mm -hmm. But if you could do it with a handful of clients, 40 clients, at 200. Yeah, why, why wouldn't you, you know what yeah. I mean? Like that's working harder or smarter, not harder in my opinion. Well, you obviously have to have the uh, membership levels that would, sure. would, yeah. would bring that, you know, that service level that brings that revenue. But look guys, it doesn't matter how many members you have. It matters how much money you're making each month, period. That's, that's the point of this yep. second one. Number three, well, this is the easy one. Gross <laughs> revenue versus net profit. Gross revenue is the number that everybody flashes on the screen and says, hey, we made a million bucks this year. Did you make it or did you, was it gross or was it net? Obviously it's gross, right? Yep. That's the bigger of the numbers. For those of you who haven't looked at a P&L in a while, gross revenue is the revenue at the top. Net revenue or net profit is the number at the bottom after all the expenses are taken Let's out. Hope. Yeah, well, <laughs> hopefully there is a net profit. <laughs> yeah. Now. What's interesting about this, this industry, and I've looked into this quite a bit, I'm like, what is a healthy net profit percentage in the fitness industry? Well, all numbers point between eight and 12%. That's not a whole lot, okay? No. So let's say you did a, a million bucks and 8% would be 80 grand and 12% would be 120 grand left after the million, okay? So put that out there for a second. Uh, net profit is what you, what you made in profit. Now, 
the next one we're talking about is going to throw this on its head. But yeah. look, guys, you can make a bunch of money and you can spend a bunch of money getting that money and you, you're left with zero. So is it is it better to have a million dollar gym that makes 80 grand or is it better to make, have a $500,000 gym that makes 200 grand, yeah. right? Yeah, and this is a great place to to understand if if you're if you want to see a certain, you know, lifestyle or certain income or you want to see a certain, you know, net profit, mm -hmm. you can reverse engineer that if you know your numbers well enough too. Right. What do we need to go out there and make in order to, mm -hmm. you know, keep this percentage? Now, this now, when you're playing the tax game and the tax liability game, you you really you're not <laughs> there's a lot of things you do to reduce the net profit because the net profit, if you're an LLC taxes and S corp that goes into what's called K one distribution to personal income. So you made your money from the gym as far as payroll. And then the gym, let's just say made a hundred grand in net profit that runs over to your personal and now you owe taxes on the hundred thousand. Yep. So if you're going for financing, if you're going to sell your gym, you want to show a high amount of net profit as possible because I mean, there's a bunch of cash left over after all the expenses are paid, but it kicks you in the butt when you end up having to pay taxes on it. So you have to plan two, three, four years in advance when you're playing the P&L game with like, hey, what's my future going to look like? Do I want to buy a building? Do I want to buy another business? We want to open, we want to go for funding and, and financing. Well, you're going to have to show a high net profit because, uh, you know, obviously that's what the banks are looking yep. for or a buyer's looking for, but you're also on the hook for the taxes against that. So decide, you know, it's really makes sense because you have to plan your future. And if you're not planning your future, what are you really doing? You're just living day to day, right? Um, be aware. Oh yeah. Be aware. Hey, 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 Tim Lyons here. Look, I know running a gym day in and day out can be a challenge. It's often hectic and stressful. But remember, you are not alone. And if you ever feel weighed down by the pressure and you're searching for a lifeline, we've got just the thing. I would love to invite you to our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program at winninggym.com slash grow. Listen, it's designed to give you tangible results. It transforms your struggle into sustainable growth. And it is a game changer for so many gym owners out there. Again, that's winninggym.com slash grow. Check it out. And let's turn those day-to-day -day challenges into triumphs. All right, now let's get back to the show. So I've seen plenty of gyms that are very profitable that show very little net profit that by design, by design, using Sean of the Tax Scottish as our yeah. tax strategist. And so look, I don't want to pay Uncle Sam one penny more than I have to legally. Yep. So if there's all these loopholes and tax strategies and, and shelters available, I'm going to take advantage of those unless I'm going into a financing play where then I end up, you know, writing checks to the IRS for $127,000. <laughs> $127, uh, and that stings. Uh, something to be aware of. Okay. Now let's throw that last met. We're into number four now. Mm -hmm. Let's look at the, the next metric, which is net profit versus owner benefit. There you go. Now this is going to throw the net profit on its head. So again, gross revenue, versus net profit was our last one. We want to look at net profit. Now I'm saying, hey, don't look at net profit, <laughs> look at owner, owner benefit. benefit. So yeah. what are the di what's the difference? Well, you just learned what net profit was. Owner benefit is what is the financial benefit that you as the owner or the, uh, yeah, well, the founder or the owner of the operation benefits personally. There's a lot of ways around, you know, there's a lot of things. So number one, do you have kids? Are the kids, I think it's nine or seven years old or older? Kids seven. Well, those, 
those kids can go on payroll. Mm -hmm. And I think the number went up to like $15,800 a year. Again, check with your tax consultant. But if I'm paying my 10 year old daughter, 15,800, well, it's not taxed right to her. She has no income tax on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's uh, some, some social security and stuff that gets taken out of, but there's no income tax on that. So she, has, she doesn't have to file at the yep. end of the year that goes into her bank account and it could be used for anything other than food, water, shelter. So uh, school supplies, horse riding lessons, soccer cleats, you know, whatever that is. Well, you would be paying that as the parent yep. anyway. So you can then reduce your net profit by 15,800 and that moves over into the owner benefit line. Gas, Costco runs, uh, workout shoes, all into the business. Again, that reduces your net profit, but it moves over to owner benefit. Now, the thing about owner benefit <clears throat> is, is you have to track all this stuff because let's oh, yeah. say, let's just say you're going to go sell your business and you've got a lower than normal net profit. Well, if you can show, look, all these other th- items that got taken out of the P&L for the owner's benefit are going to go to the new to owner. The new owner, yeah. That goes into the sales price. Absolutely. You're, you're, that's a way wildly attractive business as opposed to the you know one that can't show that, right? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. yeah. That's that's massive. That's what owners want to see. They want to see the ability to step in and not have to buy a job. Correct. And so if I'm a buyer of a business and I see like $300,000 in owner benefit, but the payroll to the owner was only 20 grand and the net profits only 80 grand, but I can add that 300 back in that that's a totally different situation yeah. than an $80,000 yeah. net profit business. So something to think about. All right. Um, next one. Oh, well, this kind of rolls into our other one member count versus revenue per member. Yeah. So back to the other one where we're talking about Delta, we also want to make sure that we understand the average revenue per member. So if your average revenue per member is $300, I mean, that because, and that's because you're, you're rolling in supplements and nutrition coaching and maybe some other stuff. Um, Well, the idea is to get as much revenue per member as possible. So there's Mm -hmm. three ways to make more money, more money, more members, have your clients uh, buying more things or what they're paying per month could go up. So revenue per member. And so Mm -hmm. we always look at revenue per member. We always look at revenue per member out, like who canceled, what memberships were they on versus who were signing in, what memberships they're on. Mm -hmm. And I always want to see the out less than the in. It rolls up to the Delta. There you go. Rolls up up to the Delta. Yeah. So, And so it doesn't sting as much when you're losing those lower paying members, when you're signing up members that are either twice or three times as much. Right. So like we have some old members paying old rates and when they leave, it sucks. But when I look at their rate going out the door and what the next person signs up in the door, way easier to recover that. Yeah. yeah, It's, it's, it's pretty cool. That's where your your Delta jumps and stuff like that. But the, the beautiful part is, uh, or not the beautiful part, the interesting part about this one is, is it, this is somewhat right, wildly important when you're focusing on the numbers of your business. You know, when you're having that conversation with yourself, looking at the mem- member, uh, the revenue generated per member, always, always like those three re- ways to make more money should be the focus. The other end, like member count really, it's only a, it's like a, it's an ego metric. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, like the only time like it ever matters is, you know, I don't know if it, I, I don't know why it would matter <laughs> if you're talking about it with other people like, you know, oh, yeah, my gym's got 500 members or I don't know. But that's like that's like a gross revenue. It's, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I don't see. Yeah. If you're having a conscious 
you know, if you're if you're in your business trying to make a change, these aren't those aren't the ones to focus on for yeah. those reasons. There's it's no a uh, vanity, vanity metric. Vanity was the one I was trying to think. Well, in, in like in, in the funny thing is, the first five seven years of business, it was all about member count for me. Three hundred. Well, that, but it was always about like how many members do we have? Oh, I got you. I didn't. Well, I guess I never realized it from that. I always just naturally equated it to, you know, you're conscious of the math and the direction. But uh, I mean, I remember walking into the office and I was on the board every day. Yeah, I was trying always to, always trying to hit those numbers. Yeah. And, and it really doesn't matter. No. It doesn't matter. Like, would you rather have twice as many members paying half as much? Would you rather have 10 dimes or four quarters? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we've all decided and in past episodes that the lowest paying members typically are the hardest to manage. And it's just the thing, right? And like, if, if we know that to be true, it's a lot, I mean, it's an average, it's, it's a lot of average. If we know that to be true, wouldn't it make sense to have a much higher price membership, have less members, but you're making more money, uh, and less people to deal with. I think so. Like personally, then there's, there's the one thing that, you know, it doesn't thousands that's are awesome, but you still got to show up and service them every day. Right. And if you're doing like, if all of these things are great and you're, you're making great money, but you're doing, you're pounding your head against the wall, walking through your four, you know, walls mm-hmm. of your business every day, that might not be worth it either. Right. You know? So there are those things that you have to consider more money. Isn't always the, the best situation. You always have to consider what you, you're doing to service that. Well, more members but, or more money. And the, we, g- correct. In that situation would be more members, but right. yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, the idea of so, just more is better. So kind of going back, we should be looking at CPA. Correct. We should be looking at your Delta, net profit, owner benefit, revenue per member. Okay. Now the last metric, which is kind of a bonus, is square foot of your facility versus revenue per square foot of your facility. So we're kind of going back in yep. time. And our first location was 3,100 square feet. And we, we did $529,000 in that last year in that old space. And I think we did the math, 170 bucks a square foot. That's a decent revenue per square foot. Now, we make more money here, but less per square foot, which is interesting, right? So um, at the end of the day, when you you have a big footprint, you have a big expense. Yeah. And so could you be more efficient? I've seen models today doing $200 a square foot. Mm Mm-hmm. So take your total revenue. Again, this would be where gross would come in. Take your gross revenue and divide it by your total square foot and see what your revenue per square foot is. Then start looking around your gym and looking at the square footage of your gym. Is it all being used in the right way? For example, this room that we're in today was part of a yoga room that we had created, yoga spin. Well, after a while, we got rid of it. It was just this empty room. It's it like yeah. we're paying for it. We need to leverage the square footage of the gym. And so we obviously built the podcast studio and we rent out the other side to a chiropractor. And so he's making, we're making money in that square footage. We're making money in this square footage. And so you just got to be more efficient. You got to look at your total gym. Do you need all that space? Now, typically the answer is no. Correct. You can do a lot in a small space. There's, there's models today doing, uh, you know, three, 400,000 and 1,500 square feet. And of course, that's a semi-private model, high price point, low member count, and that's all good. Um, and so again, all these numbers that we're saying not to look at are typically the ego-driven ones. Sure, yeah. How big's my gym? What's my member count? What's my gross revenue? What's my cost per lead? None of that matters. None of it matters, to be honest with you. Truly, yeah. It's the other side. It's the CPA, the delta, the net profit, the owner benefit, the revenue per member, and the revenue per square foot. Those are the numbers that matter. Yeah, absolutely. So. This episode today is to help you identify the numbers that matter and stop worrying about these vanity metrics mm-hmm. over here because you're no better off 
with these being much higher when these other sides are lower. So you just got to make sure you know what you're looking at here. It's funny, you know, like as we're talking about, it, like the, the ego versus like the result, like these are actual results, right? This is money in the bank type of thing. On the right we, side, yeah. Yeah, you know, when we're focused on the actual KPIs that we're, we want to focus on. And it is, it's, it's so, it's so important because like the growth of your business, none of those other things matter. Like everything that we talk about with every one of our coaching clients and all of it, like the clarity that comes from just focusing on the right things the right changes numbers. all yeah. of it. Yep. If you like the quality of life is all here. This is almost like the fake it till you make it. The on the other side. The gross. Yeah. 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 I know. And and you know, in some circles, and you see this online today in the social yeah, media, exactly. it's all about gross revenue. It's all you you see CPL a lot too, especially coming from these marketers. Hey, we got two dollar CPLs. Well, again, I look right through that. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. I'd rather have a $90 CPL, but my CPA is well within range. Correct. Like I can have a thousand leads at two bucks that none of them convert. That was a waste of money. So know what you're looking at. And I think it takes time under tension and time in the gym and, and hitting, you know, like getting your scars and calluses to understand like that doesn't mean anything. To I was going to say that too. I think that there's, there's something about being in the industry for longer or as you start to, to understand kind of like where the, where the importance is and mm -hmm. you get away from like the kind of the shiny ball of like, Hey, I got a new business type of thing. That's where these start to settle. Like yeah. owners start to, to realize like, okay, while that sounds awesome, it doesn't mean anything like this is really what, what's important. Right. This is right. where I need to keep my focus. And guys, at the end of the day, those are the things that are going to drive the quality of your life. Right. Wildly. Right. Like these small things aren't going to matter in time. Um, I'll tell you what, you know, like actual net profit will always mean a hell of a lot more than gross, gross revenue. revenue. Yeah, it does. It, it does. just, it just does. So, so, so anyways, here's some, some KPIs for you guys to look at some metrics. These are the needle movers in your business. If, if you want help, if you need help with this, uh, this is something we love to do. Uh, we'll dissect your business in our coaching program. That's winninggym.com slash call. You can jump on that mm -hmm. um, and, and jump on a call with Randy. You will speak to Randy on this. That was pfmarketingsolutions.com slash call. Winninggym.com slash coaching. We'll go to coaching. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, we'll put those in, the, in the show, show notes. Show notes so you don't have to think about writing that down, but... Uh, I'm guessing that you're going to want to listen to this episode a few times. Um, there's a lot in, packed into this, uh, you know, what is this, 20 minutes or so? Well, let's take, I mean, again, let's take the conversation deeper. Jump into the Facebook group. Let's have this conversation. We'll, we'll create a post. We'll share, mm -hmm. you know, so maybe we'll start with uh, like revenue per square foot and we'll start to see where everybody kind of stacks. Yep. And then we can, um, you know, give some suggestions and start the conversation, guys. A rising tide raises all shapes. It's not hard to succeed when everyone's here for the same purpose. So Exactly. Awesome. Well, that's it for this episode. Until next time, keep changing lives. We'll see you on the next show. Bye. All right. And thank you for listening to that episode of the Built to Grow podcast, where we help gym owners win. Now, do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online? All you need to do is join our private Facebook group, Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. Just head on over to Facebook and type in Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. And when you do, we're going to give you our 10 marketing strategies seven-figure gym owners use to win. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Until then, keep building something great.